Stacy. Hey, Michael. How are you? 68. If I was any better, I would have to walk in front of a Crosstown bus because you are holding episode 68. Yes. And you know why the number 68 is so significant to me? 68. You were born in 68. Give Woo-hoo! that girl a cigar. <laughs> That's <Yay>! right. <laughs> I was born in 1968. Nice. And uh, I'm thinking this episode might be um, uh, pretty good. A, a pretty uh, a pretty good one to remember in the books. We got a great guest coming on pretty soon. And this guy has done it all. He really, really has. And yeah. I'm, I'm up for a challenge. Apparently, uh, our guest has been unhappy with the way I've pronounced his last name. Oh. And yeah, it's been <laughs> a thing for decades now. And okay. uh, so, you know, the actor Ricardo Montalban? Yes. Well, our guest today is Tony Montalban. Oh, oh, yes. Montalbano. Yes. So I promised him I was going to get his name right because I always he has an L in there. So I used to always say Montalbano, Montalbano, <laughs> and he would always correct me wherever we were. And I understand that because most people, including Sylvester Stallone, say my last name wrong. Right. And, and it's uh, Mike Kunda. Yeah. It's not an ooh. It, it, it's, it's a uh. Oh. <laughs> It's like it's like clever lang. Uh. Yeah. Come on, Balboa. Uh. Kunda. Exactly. Although I remember the girls in high school used to. One of the reasons I couldn't get any dates in high school is because my last name was somewhat unique. And when the girls would say, "Nah, you know, Kunda asked me out," and they said, "Oh, I got Kunda. Mm, not good." It, it was like a thing, you know. Aww. It was weird. Yeah, it was cruel. They were cruel. The girls in high school, but. Um, I've seen some of them lately, and they got theirs. They got theirs. <laughs> oh yeah, not all of them. Not all of them. There's some are very nice. We're not going to name any names, right? But speaking of not naming names, you know, we've been having some issues with our home office. Uh, we, uh, Stacy and I, both have two personal assistants to make sure we have yes. all of our collective things with us when we start an episode. That the record button is working. That we don't leave things in our uh, spouse's car, what have you. So we had a little. Uh, Stacy, what do you call those internal groups? The they come yeah. in to watch. What are they right? Called? The outside consultants. They are solution management companies. Yeah, exactly right. Thank you. Uh, they are, and so Stacy and I, as co CEOs, we feel we need to address these issues. So we got together, and we hired a uh, a man named Fletcher, Mister Fletcher, and his team, and we took a little video of their tactics on how to clean up and straighten up our office. Stacy, would you just show the Everyone? Yes. Bang. Hey, buddy. Break was over 15 minutes ago, Mitch! And since Terry's been with us, our productivity has gone up 46%. We're getting more from our employees than ever before. You know you need a cover sheet on your TPS reports, Richard! That ain't new, baby! Hey, Terry. Hey, Janice. Hey, Janice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never hey, going to Janice. the home office again. Hi, Janice. Hi, Janice. Love that. So, Doug. Th- 
that individual. So Mr. Fletcher hired a, a ex linebacker named Terry Tate and Terry Tate has goes to offices around the, the world yeah. and he improves productivity. Yeah. So they've been, they've been in line since. So they haven't had any good. mistakes. <laughs> haven't had any mistakes. So, oh, they, re they remembered to hit record today. So that was good. They did. <laughs> they did. So here's something that's funny. Yesterday, no, wait, Sunday, I come mm. home from a tour and Sue was on a Zoom call with you. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a rather long Zoom call. It was. And when I came home, I was very hungry. There was no food fixed for me. My pillows were not propped on my chair. And the remote was not in the warm caddy. We have a little <laughs> caddy. The so it's it's nice. It's not too cold for my hand when I flip the channel. Right. Okay. Oh, well. Now listen, I understand Sue works hard and she's entitled to take some time off, but it it got a little distracting. Anyways, it reminded me of a situation. And then we're going to talk a little bit more about this. It reminded me of a situation that occurred on Seinfeld many years back. Would you just play this video for people who are maybe young, haven't seen Seinfeld before? You'll understand what I'm talking about. Why don't you ask Susan? George is Susan? Yeah. No, why not Susan? I should be friends with Susan. Of course. Susan! So you know that? What did you tell Elaine for? I didn't know. Kramer told me about the worlds. You couldn't figure out the world's theory for yourself? <laughs> it's just common sense. Anybody knows you gotta keep your worlds apart. The only girl in the whole world? Why can't you find your own girl? I like her. You see? You see? So here's the thing. <laughs> you're taking my work life and you're invading <laughs> relationship Mike. Right? And I'm thinking, the hmm. hell? So I hope it was worth it. I guess that's Aww. what I'm getting to. <laughs> I hope it was worth it for the two of you girls. Well, we made an agreement that I would never tell you all the things I know about you now. So I Great. can't go there. But Great. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but we also talked about she wanted to make sure I was OK because she's been through the whole, you know, taking care of the elderly parent thing. And sure. she, was, she was just like, look, when you're feeling yourself getting tired, when you feel yeah. yourself, you know, if you feel like you're losing yourself, you know, she was just, she offered me so much support and guidance and, um, and then she just went over her binder full of information for me. And I said it to her already. I said, you could market that binder as a planner for anyone taking care of an adult, 
uh, parent because yeah. there's much to consider that after talking to her, I was like, oh, geez, there's a lot I need to get ready before right. we cross that bridge. So she's she's a wonderful, wonderful resource. And I just was so grateful for how um, generous she was with her time. We were on the phone for two and a half hours just talking about everything under the sun. Oh, I'm aware. Yeah, and then and then you came in and we kicked you out and yep. you were like, "Hi." We're like, "Yeah, hi. Get out of here." <laughs> no lunch, no food, nothing. nothing. That's it. And then she stayed in the bedroom talking with you for another hour. Yeah. No, we we Literally. a lot. She she's just so like you know, some people you feel like you have to be careful what you say right, and right. she's so not that. You're like, "Look, this is how I feel today." And there's no one I can say that to, but I can, I can say that to her. And and so that's sort of the agreement we had. There's, you know, this is no judgment zone. And, right, and I, right. I have that with a lot of, you know, people in the bubble that I talk to and, gotcha. and that's, I just, I just want to thank her again. She was very, very kind to me and very generous with her time and her heart. And she, she said, sweetheart. name back. She said the same yep. back to you. She Aww. said, you're, you're just lovely. And I go, well, all right, now we're done with the calls now, right? You've gotten it out of your system. Now let's focus on me. <laughs> on me. Where's my remote? <laughs> if anyone thinks I'm serious, I'm not. No. I, I did know. not. I could care less. You could talk for 10 hours. I'll just eat my lunch and come down to my little Rocky room and keep myself busy. Right. I just thought it was a very funny, funny bit. It was very much like the Seinfeld thing. And I hope, you know, that uh, YouTube doesn't get mad at us for using Seinfeld. Sometimes they do. So maybe we'll have to take that out at some point if they dig us down, but hopefully they won't. And it right. doesn't matter us talking about it. It's all done on algorithms. It's not like YouTube has like some guy right, right. sitting in a basement eating a bag of popcorn. <laughs> are they talking about Seinfeld? What are they doing? <laughs> I, I got to report this. Immediately. <laughs> right. And Terry Tate will come through and take me out. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? No, but I'm glad, I'm glad it was good. Yeah. And, and it is good to talk with people who do have these things on the horizon. I mean, even myself, I've got my two parents who are still kicking and they're doing right. amazingly well, they not, are. not just for their age, for any age, my parents are doing well. As a matter of fact, I actually think they're doing better than me at times. I <laughs> tend to complain more about my aches and pains than they do. Um, but <laughs> Then again, you know, they have a hard time working, you know, um, what is it? Amazon Prime or Netflix. Right. So I, I have to guide them through that sometimes. But I, I truly don't mind. Anything I can do to help is is fine. Uh, but it's uh, it, I'll even say, you know, it can be difficult working those um, uh, Amazon Prime and Netflix accounts because they're changing up the graphics on it and so on. It gets it gets kind of confusing. It's true. It's funny because when my parents I have Apple TV and we have a Roku and they're 81 and 88. They're yeah. they, to have to navigate around that stuff. That's hard. When you didn't grow up with it, they, yeah, they get lost in space oh, where they are. Yeah. So I agree. I wonder, I wonder like in the future, if we're all going to have to talk via emojis, no more words, it's just emojis. <laughs> are we all getting chipped soon or something? <laughs> yeah, right. I know. I, I could see my father trying to talk to me about something and he'd send me like, like an eggplant and then a rose, and then like a bird, 
and then like yeah. a beer mug or something like dad what are you trying to say here what are we what? and that, that's like the way of the future you know i know but talking about some weird sad stuff there are some developments with mighty mix gym mm -hmm. in kensington there are some big changes afoot but not all of it's bad so uh most of you guys know that uh at mighty mix gym the building that they use for the exterior shots in the rockies is being turned into loft apartments and the first floor is going to be um, a retail space. So they're really uh, working hard at it now. As a matter of fact, here is a picture of it currently. Do you have that upshot with where all the it's mm -hmm. I think you know what one I'm talking about. Uh, let's see. The, it's one. That one. There you go. Okay. okay. So there you go. You can see right there where those two by fours are above mm -hmm. the main door, the second floor. That was where Mighty Mix poster was. Now, there was two giant pieces of red plywood hung there in 1975 by the studio. And over the years, they faded. They've gotten beaten up simply by the weather. And one on the right-hand side fell off. And so now there was only like maybe slightly more than a quarter piece left. And that would be, mm -hmm. yeah, okay, right there. So there you go. You can see that that it doesn't look like it's that big, but it's about six foot long by four feet wide it is wow. a huge piece and i know that because i took it and put it in the back of my van <laughs> and i had a flat in the seat it was it. it was insane okay you'll notice the red piece of plywood that used to hold mickey's poster is gone now in the first movie, when we see Mighty Mix poster, Rocky standing out front, and you look up at it, you'll see. There you go. So that's the original Mix poster, and that that was on canvas. And they unrolled that, and they put it over those two big pieces of plywood. And then they used nails and staples to hold it in there. Now, I don't know what, whatever happened to the original. There you go. That's a close-up of, of uh, Mighty Mix poster, or, or a close-up rendering of it. Mm -hmm. So uh, what's our next picture, Stacey? I think there's a picture of a picture of the gym with with one whole side of the window covered. You know what? I'll cut it in. You send it to me and I'll cut it in right here. Gotcha. So anyways, that had stayed there for the last three years or so. And uh, you could see the nails in it. You could see the uh, the painted borders that they had painted around the the movie posters and so on, and I, I thought, man, that would be so interesting. Someday, if, you know, if it ever changes hands, I'd love to get my hands on it. So Saturday, I was doing a tour, and I saw it laying there on the street, just discarded. It was going to be thrown into a dumpster. It was leaning up against the dumpster, and I thought, you know what? Uh -uh. I, I got it. I can't let it go. I can't, I can't mm -hmm. let this go to a dumpster. It's got to go to a good home. So I said, you know what? I'm going to take this and, and I'm going to I'm going to do something with it. I have an idea. And there you go. So there it is in my garage. All right. Now, the end of it is a little more straight now, but I had cut off maybe a four foot piece by four inches wide. There it is right there. Now I'm going to cut that into nine or ten pieces. Well, I've already done it and they look like little coasters. OK, now. Why did I do this? Okay, there you go. You see those little, that's those pieces all just cut up there. There's a young man uh, uh, in the UK. His name is Josh. And we have his picture in his uh, his um, Instagram account. There you go. There you go. J uh, Josh 
Backhouse. I have no idea if that's Josh's real name or not. It's his Instagram uh, page. And mm -hmm. I've been corresponding with, with Josh uh, regularly over the last week. And I can tell you, he's one hell of a great guy. But our previous guest, Dan the Man, hooked me up with this. Now, Dan, we, we had him, what, two weeks ago, I think? Yeah. 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 66, maybe. I can't quite yeah. remember. Yeah. yeah, I think you're right. So anyways, Dan alerted me with the Rocky Files. Actually, not me. He alerted Stacy. Stacy posted a picture of this. That, yeah. That is a two foot tall, basically two foot long, three quarter, two foot, whatever. It's basically in that in that size. That is mm -hmm. a, a model he made mm -hmm. of Mighty Mix Gym. Right. I thought this was a computer generated 3D laser focusing of it. Uh, like I thought I didn't realize these were all miniature parts this guy put together. Right. Right. Yeah. I think it was was it Dan or was it Matt Bebo that sent it to me? I thought it was Matt Bebo that sent it to me. Maybe I don't it was know. Matt. Yeah. I thought Dan said he sent it but I could be wrong. Right. Everybody was sending it. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So Dan contacts me and he goes, can you believe this? I go, this is amazing. Yeah. And uh, he told me the price that he paid for it. And I go, that is maybe one of the best prices I've ever seen for something like that. And right away, I said, I, I have to contact this guy. So when I heard how good that price was, um, I said, this is something that I could sink my teeth into. I think I could get up a couple of bucks to buy one of these. So... You guys remember the story when I bought the heavyweight championship belt on eBay for $300, but I told Sue it was $200. I had lied to her and we were in Olive Garden and I came clean. I felt really bad about it. And she just giggled and laughed. And she goes, why would you not tell me the total price? She goes, I don't right. care. And I go, well, cause it would just seemed a little ridiculous to me to pay that kind of money for a belt. Right. And uh, she goes, and she goes, no, it's fine. I understand the meaning behind it. So, so I, immediately told her what the price was and i contacted josh and then you know he told me what he charged me and i go great price i got i got to do it so i sent him the money done paid for it nice and then this opportunity came up with the sign okay the plywood painted red and he had this idea he said mike if you're willing to cut a little part of it he goes i can put a plaque of the actual sign from the gym on the building, whether it be, be at the roof, like, so on the flat on the roof and then he'll write on it or etch on it or something. You know, this is from the gym. Mike couldn't have got it or he'll put it on the back and he's only going to make 10 of these. He's only making 10. And, um, I had contacted a, uh, a good friend of mine, um whose initials are ss SS, yes <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay and uh he's in for one he wants one he absolutely has got to have one of these for his collection so the guy is like okay so he was only going to make five originally and right. then he realized oh wait a minute so he's going to get one he's going to put it out on his page and talk about it now people can be they're going to really want it and right. he can charge an appropriate price for it uh that i told i had confirmed dan had confirmed and obviously i'm going to let josh announce whatever the price is he's, he's going to say right. well, uh but whatever the, the price is, I can tell you it is a fair price for what you're going to get. I've seen other Mickey Jims online, and I almost bought one or two, but I, I didn't. Just for, I, right. for whatever reasons, I didn't. And they are not nowhere near as good as this one. This wow. one is spectacular. So 
anyways uh you guys can give josh a holler on instagram and he can uh uh check in and i'm sure he'll get back to you guys if you're interested in one of those um with an actual piece of mickey's board on it so i thought that was kind of cool that's genius i love that yeah that's pretty cool yeah that it is, is very cool so some very cool posts and i'm a big coffee person so when i saw okay. this so i'm gonna have to bribe our audience so here is GoPuff tiger eye coffee and okay. the, the flavors are what iced coffee mocha iced coconut latte and iced coffee latte so I go right to the website and they don't deliver to Tennessee. So <laughs> I'm like, damn it. So I need someone to order me some to them <laughs> and then turn around and ship it to me and I'll pay for the whole right. thing. But I do want to taste it because, you know, people have wine tastings. I literally have coffee tastings. So, um, so you do like that cold coffee. Or, oh, or, yeah. I love yeah. it. I mean, this, I make, I do my own cold brew at home. I make some every single day and, and I sip on that all day. So oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So there was a couple cool pictures of him and it, right. you so can what go is, back what is, to the post. Yeah, yeah. What does he say here? Describe tiger eye in three words, three Strong, words, exciting okay. mood, lifting. mood lifting. And his, his favorite, favorite is coconut. And this and was the, funny. Which well, Rocky character? <laughs> Which Rocky character do you most identify with? Rocky, we look alike. <laughs> so, All right. And then which Stallone family member is the most grumpy pre-coffee? Sistine. And then I, my glasses, what does that last one say? Let's be honest. How many times do you actually hit snooze in the morning? <laughs> he said 33 or more. So these are cute little questions. They did this with Scarlett and with Sophia and there you Sistine. Go. So you can, their answers are quite funny. They're, they're, they're cute. They're cute. So well, go check out the post, look for where you can buy tiger eye coffee and please send Stacy like a case. Yeah. Send her a mixed case if you can. Yeah. I want, I, I would love at least two of each flavor, but yeah, whatever the shipping is, whatever the product price is, the shipping is, and then shipping to Tennessee, I will be grateful. So I'll cover it. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Hey Stace, listen, we got a great guest today. Now we screwed up on the times. Yes, um, we did. And, well, we did and we didn't. Here's the thing. The UK is five hours ahead of us. There's no doubt about that. But there's a little layover of about a month, about three and a half weeks or a month, where the UK is only four hours ahead of us right. because of our time change difference. And you and I dropped the ball on that. Okay, so we'll take that up with Terry Tate at the end of the show. All right. right. <laughs> our office linebacker, Terry Tate. But our guest is here now. And, and this is a guy that uh, I've known for a very, very long time. Um, we, we started off as pen pals. Really? The, back in the old days with... You know, writing a letter to each wow, other. Well, neat. on a chat, well, not a letter, letter, but in a chat room, and learned an awful lot about him. And he's an amazingly gifted, talented man. He really is. He's got uh, the guy could take a rock and throw it in any direction and have a career, anything he wants. Yeah. And the funny thing is, I've always pronounced Tony's name wrong, and I understand the sensitivity of that because people always say my name wrong, Mike right. Kunda. Right? I mentioned that earlier. Right. Well, Tony's name is Tony Montobano, not. And I used to say because there's an L in there, Montobano, because that I don't know. It just get yeah, tongue tied. Like yeah. yeah, I get all tongue tied. Right. <laughs> Anyways, Stacy, would you bring Tony in and show this handsome man off to everybody? Here he is. Oh no, he's reading. Look at him. See. Oh, sorry, <laughs> 
We just happened. I'm reading it, Mike. I'm reading it. We just happened to catch him reading my beautiful book. Beautiful. Nice. We've got so much in common, Mike. I Wait. mean, as kids. Yeah. A tremendous amount in common. Tony, let's start off. What's your favorite, Rocky? And there is no wrong answer. <laughs> Clues. Rocky Four. Four yeah. <laughs> now, it's not the best film of the lot, but that's the one that motivated me the most. Gotcha. I mean, that changed my life. So I did see Rocky One on on video and mm -hmm. Rocky Two. Loved them, but I don't know. It must be maybe two years before I saw Rocky Four. Uh, so Rocky Three, I saw at the cinema. Loved it, but. No, uh, it didn't change my life. Gotcha. 1985, Rocky Four come out. Boom. Just wow. Yeah. Me, all my friends, we were just wow. Blo just blown away. So uh, that's where I went to uh, start training to change right. my physique to look mm -hmm. like his. Sure. Um, brought some weeder weights, plastic weights. <laughs> sure. So I trained my bedroom. <laughs> on the bed <laughs> i love it of course um, yeah so that it started then uh it progressed through the years i mean back then you know no no one was training it's just me yeah yeah there was no social media to learn things it was right. just like these bodybuilding magazines which at the time they didn't tell you they were on steroids sure um, sure so i had to educate myself uh so then how did it progress from that? Well, as, as we all did, we wanted the Hugo Boss top, the yeah. Rocky merchandise, went everywhere looking for this stuff. Right. And I've only got the this one two years ago after right. what, 38 years. Nice. <laughs> Perseverance. That and you also got the jacket. Yeah. You and got the, the same make and model. The same huh? make and model jacket. Yeah. It, wow. it's, it's not yeah. like an imitation. Like yeah. this is the same company that made Stallone's for Rocky Four. It's got the no, same label, kidding. everything. It's crazy. And that was thanks to the um, the what's it called the auction they had. Right. Oh, right. Julian's. Yes. Yeah. Was it Heritage or Julian's that you uh, Heritage? When Heritage. they put photos up. That's right. And you could read the tag. Wasn't yeah. it like Golden Bear or something of that nature? Yeah. That's yeah. Right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And so now I know it doesn't get like cold like it does here, but have you gotten a chance to wear it yet? I've, I've worn it out once, but to, to be fair, it's, it's not that comfortable. It's very heavy. Yeah. Oh, you okay. can't move around in it. Right. Mm -hmm. I prefer more, something. More importantly, were you able to carry a log on your shoulder <laughs> to the town square and just say, that's right. It's a rocky jacket. You got a problem. You got a problem. <laughs> And just knocked him out but, with the log. But it wasn't just for the rock, the Rocky stuff. It was yeah. all his fil films. Well, not all of them, but like Cobra, the glasses, the jacket, and yeah, the tops. You, you are a, a Stallone connoisseur. That that yeah. really was one of the huge things. That that's why that's why we were messaging each other a lot. Oh my god, we were trying yeah. to find the hat, the right hat. 
Sure. It uh, for decades looking for these things and it, it became something. I, I mean, I, I guess some people would see it's obsessive, but it wasn't so much. Crazy, I'm still doing it at 50. <laughs> same, same here. Same here. I'm still looking for the Kevin McAndrew hat. That, that's the, the type of hat. That's the maker of the original Rocky hat. It was Kevin McAndrew. All right, so that's I'm, new to me. Yeah, so I'm always looking for Kevin McAndrew hats. Some guy bought one, and he sent me pictures of it. He bought it. it a guy had it in a, in a hat box in his garage. He didn't know what he had. He bought it for 50 bucks. It was as if when, it, when the, Stallone's hat was made, the person that bought it then wore it for all that time. Then they put it into a, a charity store and then Stallone found it years later. Well, if that hat was on the shelf, there was another hat next to it. This guy had the hat that was next to it on the shelf and he bought it and he had it in his garage huh. all this time. And the guy showed me the pictures. So I got to send you the pictures, Tony. You'll, you'll That's my it. next eBay search. <laughs> oh, Kevin McAndrew is, I'm telling you, it's, it, eBay is 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 amazing. I mean, even uh, Reddit's another one, isn't it? Where you could do a lot of searches. Which one? Reddit. Reddit. I've not been on there. Have, I, I've heard of it. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've only heard of it. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm fairly new to it too. What do you think, Tony? It is about Rocky, the 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 character. You know, now that you're you're older and you've lived a very full life. You know, you've you've had so many highs and lows your your highs have really really been high you know mm -hmm. what what is it about this character you identify with i think you know at the age of 14 15 you're looking for a, a role model mm -hmm. uh and rocky come along yeah. and i mean at, at school i used to be bullied on teased a lot and i was skinny uh short as well so that didn't help so i'd always defend myself but i could never win the fights so when i started training i got more confident in myself okay and but then it was the opposite because they saw me oh he's training now he thinks mm. he's tough so i'd get into more fights but because yeah. i was more confident I'd, I'd win the fights yeah right 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 um, but not that I, I went around looking for fights, but I got that. So, yeah, uh, yeah for me, it was, it was that. I and just, you. you know, like, like a model, you know, like clothes to look cool. And yeah. for some reason it was Rocky, especially gotcha. Rocky Four. Rocky Four was like everything in that film I loved. The music. Now, how, how did you feel? Oh, the music is great. I mean, it really, really is. How did you feel about the director's cut? And please be honest. <laughs> I would have preferred keeping it as it was with those deleted scenes. Gotcha. Yes, yeah. I got it. For me. Yeah. How how do you feel about Sly never being happy with Rocky Four? And that's the reason why he did it, because he never intended it to be that way. That was because of the producers meddling, and he hated it. <laughs> he had to fix Rocky for. When you see that, do you, is there a way that you can say, ah, I get where Sly's coming from. He wants it not as slick, not as. Oh, yeah, I got, I got that. Let's okay. get into the other ones. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. But for me, the best film of the lot. Yeah, Rocky yeah. Two, beautiful film. That to me it was better than Rocky One because it was it had more emotion to it. Yeah, it was you know you know especially when Adrian's in a coma, um, right? His life change and 
uh, trying to please her, not fight. And at the same time, his manhood is crushed. Yeah. Uh, totally. Yeah. The fight was so much better, obviously, because of money. Yeah. Exactly. Stacy, what are you thinking so far? Yeah, I was going to say when you were talking about school and what was happening in school, it's kind of it like it's kind of like Sage or, you know, when when Sage yeah. is playing his part, it's not like you're out there looking for a fight, but you do need to be able to defend yourself. And yeah. and so I it reminds uh, me of that when when he was trying to help us. My parents were they had a business of their own. So Oh. I mean, they worked like nine till 10 at night every day. Oh, wow. So I'm, you know, to disturb them and tell them, you know, that I've got three sisters as well. So that's why I guess Rocky, a role model, you know, it started off with uh, Tarzan, yeah. uh, Spider-Man, Bruce Lee, Superman. Yeah. I was always, I don't know why, but I always had this, these role models to be, I, want, I wanted to be them. Right, right. Uh, but still, I'm more so as as in life, you know, how, well, the things that he'd gone through in his personal life. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. I get I get the Rocky Four thing. Rocky Three is my favorite, but Rocky Four. They're all I, great. <laughs> yeah, they're all great. It's like as Mike says, you're picking a favorite child. You love all your yeah. kids, but yeah. um, I just. You do. You, I felt like I could fly by the time I walked out of Rocky Four. I just, it's like you feel like you can conquer the world, you know, yeah. and that, that feeling. And it just reminds you of what the human spirit is capable of. And I wanted, do you mind if I show some of your, some of your photos? I mean, I want to first show your young one. Is that okay? This one yeah. here. Here you are, you know, regular. Guess what year that was, Mike? I, I have, oh yeah, Cobra. Look at those yeah. glasses. Man. Yeah. <laughs> I've probably, probably been training a year. It's yes. starting to show though, but you, if you take a look at my, at your picture there and you take a look at a picture I posted about a year and a half ago, it was a short video of me, the year I graduated, 1986. We almost look the same. Our body yeah, types are, I'm all in red and I'm like a pipe cleaner and I got the scoop <laughs> socks. The tank top is tucked inside. I got no love handles. I'm a wedge right yeah. down, but I'm, I'm that round. Yeah. Okay. By the time I thought it was a lot better, looking yeah. at it, yeah. it's so special. <laughs> Do you remember where you got those sunglasses at? Because they were great. Were they the Ray-Ban ones? I can't remember now. Because later on, I did get the... I, I think they're copies. They're not the Ray-Bans. Gotcha. Yeah. They look great, though. <laughs> they they, look, they met, uh Now, who's they with see. you? Who's with you in that picture? No, I, I think this is sports day. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. I can't even remember who took that. Gotcha. That's funny. That well, funny. there's this. <laughs> Bit of a change there. <laughs> yeah. Bit of like... a change. Now, Tony, let's talk about this for a minute because this was something that just impressed the hell out of me. You uh, won several titles, and one of them being All Natural. And yeah. that is something that it just impresses the hell out of me. Now, anyone who is taking time, I mean, look at that. There you go. Yeah. Look That's at my that. last year. Amazing. Right. Yeah. The, the one, the photo before was 2003. Uh -huh. This is 2006. I had three years off. Mm -hmm. uh, and I came back because I wanted to win the world title. I came second when I won the British title in 2003. And I came back wanting to win the, the world title. But to do that, I had to do the British title again. So it was very wow. scary to come back after three years. I didn't want to lose my title. Yeah. 
Yeah. And uh, yeah, I won that and more. Right. More than exactly. I ever imagine. I, you know, I was scared. That's the thing I often say to people. Could you imagine when you're 50 years old and you go back and you whisper into the ear of your 10 year old, 11 year old self, mm. don't worry, it's going to be okay. Keep persevering keep going you're going to reach heights you're never going to imagine you're going to reach that, like do you ever think about that tony telling yourself that if you could yeah uh, yeah of course i tend to my son you know right okay great point great point yeah. it's tough because i know youth and today they better. of course they do we did I did. I didn't want to listen to my father. Well, I, I, I sort of did listen though on a couple of times, but, um, <laughs> but no, but I, I know exactly what you're, what you're saying. And, and well, he was dead against it, Mike. They didn't, he didn't support me in this. Uh, oh, your dad. Yeah. My father. Right. I mean, you know, even when I started training, he was like, why are you wasting your time on your energy on, on this when you could be working in a shop, you know, yeah. but old school. Yeah. I mean, he, I mean, originally Mike, I wanted to do acting. That was my thing. I wanted to do acting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So from a very young, young age, I mean, he brought me, brought a cap, not for me, he brought a camera, video camera, you know, big yeah. thing. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. With And you had to carry the video recorder with you. So me and my friends, that was our hobby. We used to right. make films. We didn't go and play football or anything. We were making films from the age of 12 till, God, probably 24. Right. Short films. Sure. I even done a Rambo-ish film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Um, and that but, leads you. That leads you into something quite remarkable. You know, you get you start doing acting. Like you you've been in, I have to say, every, almost every major motion picture franchise there is. You've had a hand on some degree, little, medium, big, whatever. You've been there. How do yeah. you get into being into the background? And we're going to get into when you uh, co-acted with Sylvester Stallone. You helped him out with Judge Dredd. We're going to talk about we're going to talk about the Expendables in just a minute. But how do you get started in acting? You know, when you're your yeah, your dad did he understand at some point? Oh, maybe acting. No. Okay. So when I was at school, the last year of school, some what fifteen, coming on sixteen. The only two, the only three subject I, subjects I was good at was P, the the training because yep. the last year of 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 school they got a gym, and because I've been training for about a year, I was confident with that. So yeah, I was setting records, and the year above me were trying to beat me, and I'd beat them. Nice. So for me, it was you know, finally I'm good at something, and the other subjects was art and drama. Mm -hmm. So my drama teacher sent me for an audition to in London to join a, an acting agency. And back then it was different. You had to have a, a green card to be an actor. So my dad's taken me to London, driving there. It's taken about an hour. For, it, London's about an hour from me. But because he's got this business of his, he wants me to do that. Right. What I want to do with acting is a pipe dream. He just completely demolished it. Right. So by the time I got to the audition, I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. So I, I left it. I, ne I never carried on with it. Uh, but um, so 94, around the time I'd done Judge Dredd, I was working in a gymnasium. And, you know, I'd done many different jobs I didn't like. 
And then finally I found my, the thing I really loved. This is a long story. That's <laughs> no, okay. We want to hear it. And yeah. we have the time. So, so uh, I started working as gym and I started thinking about having my own gym. And, you know, I worked there for about almost two years. And Judge Dredd came out and I had a date with my girlfriend at the time to go and see it. So you can imagine how excited I am to see it. Sure. But the guy who was meant to take over my shift was late. Okay. So which made me late. So I'm driving fast to get get home and I overtook a car. Range Rover coming my way. Couldn't get back in time. Boom. Oh I got God. out of the car thinking I was all right, but I saw a little girl in the back of the car. So I got out to see if she was all right, just dropped to the floor. Didn't realize I broke my leg in three places. Next thing I know, I'm in an ambulance. Next moment, I'm in, in the hospital, because so I've just gone out. And my girlfriend at the time was crying her eyes out. And yeah, I was there for about a week. Wow. Uh, then I was in, in bed for about three months with a broken leg in plaster. And that's when I started thinking about opening a gym. Gotcha. Now, my mother was like dead against it. She didn't think it worked. But my father, he was like, no, give them a chance. Because they had a premises that was empty. Okay. Small place, but it, it, it was good to start off with. So he's all up, up for this. For this. Let, let me ask you this. Do you think your dad was a little more positive with this? Because oh, for sure. Brick and mortar. It, yeah. He could, he could it's see real. It. It's, it's real. real. He could he could grab the building, right? <laughs> yeah. It's a place you can go. Okay. So I, I we uh, we started on that with the insurance money from the car, blah blah. I started it off with their help, and uh, I only started off with like sixteen pieces of equipment, and it grew. Uh, but that's what led me to bodybuilding. So one of my clients, he said to me, Tony, you should compete. And I'm like. No way. I'm not standing on the stage in my pants. <laughs> but the big inspiration for me was the Rambo picture of Stallone in the gym in Santa Monica. With the red, red shorts. Yeah, the red shorts. I always wanted to look like that. <laughs> the abs. I mean, you can yeah. get the muscles, but getting the abs. Yeah. So I thought, yeah, I'm going to do this. And it'll be good for the gym to tell clients what it's all about if they want to do it. Sure. But... um. I competed, I came third, I had my family support, my, my father was there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I came third, um, and I got addicted then. I, went, I My mission was to win that, the, the central championships. So that's my region. Okay. So I, I competed again the following year, uh, I won it, won it. Um, I qualified for the British. So from there on, the goal got higher. Uh, now I want to win the British title. No, I want to come top three in the British title. Okay. I was getting sixth, fifth for a few years. Um, seven years later, I finally won the British title. And that wasn't the best moment for me. I mean, you know, Take a look, I took a lot of knockdowns, but the best moment for me was my father because he, I, did, I forgot to say this. So after a few years of competing, 
my father turns around and he says to me, you should give up. You're never going to beat that guy. The guy that was winning all the time. <gasps> but this time, this fire in me, wow. I want to show him now. Yeah. So the best moment for me was my father coming backstage, hugging me with a tear in his eye, saying, well done. Oh my God. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh my God. I love that. Isn't that a great story? That's beautiful. Tony, I knew, I knew maybe 20 guys that had that same fire you did. And there's this gym called Peffers. My father still goes to that gym to this very day. Wow. And, How yeah, old is your now? 78 or 79. Sorry, yeah, dad. That's what I, it's all about. Just like Sly. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Exactly. I mean, you know, my dad, he had a pretty good, solid bench, very strong. But but the thing is that he's very consistent with all of it. And, uh, you know, these young guys get all caught up in it. But that's my but that's my point. But so, and, do you remember your father doing this while you were growing up? Oh, and yeah. Didn't you feel like doing it as well? Yeah. Well, I did. I, I so I went I would go to Pepper's gym. But my thing is, I'm not a very competitive you know this, Tony, since you have been reading my book. The very first sentence of my book is literally, I am not a competitive person by nature. That's the very first sentence I write. Mm -hmm. I never cared if I was better built than anyone else. I didn't care if I could throw a football farther. It didn't matter to me. That didn't impress me. Yeah. What impressed me was how how an individual treated the people they loved. That was That was my thing. That's what I took from Rocky. Okay, so I knew a lot of guys that had a fire like you, but the difference between you and them, they went down a road of maniacal egocentricity where they took steroids. Hmm. Why? And they failed and they went nowhere and they got horrible lives. Why did you not take steroids? Why did you not go down that road? Because... You could have been an amazing competitor at the pro level like that. I don't know. Maybe it was the Rocky Four story, you know, because he was it was natural against steroids. Maybe yeah. I'm not sure. Right. But for me, you know, tra I, I only trained because I like Sly. Look how look, good he looks. Yeah. At an old age, and for me, it was about that. So if you're doing steroids, you're defying. You're going against what you're trying yeah. to do. Right, exactly. Yeah. I want to keep healthy, so I want to look good in my. I used to say my fifties. Now I'll have to say my seventies. <laughs> yeah, right. right. Yeah, we're all saying that now. Yeah. yeah. Stacy, so, yeah, I always did it for me. I never did it to impress anyone. Gotcha. Just for me. Yeah. Gotcha. And and that's and and again, I I know a lot of this from the the conversations that we have, but I, I think it's very interesting, and I want people to to hear more about it. Stacy, what do you think so far about? Yeah. What well, you and I have the exactly same parents. <laughs> <laughs> everything because my my original aspiration was actually music and singing and oh. so saying that to an ex-nun and an engineer you know brings a lot of silence <laughs> to the dinner table that was an exactly same thing pipe dream right, right. I, it's just a generation thing and if you can't touch it it's not real yeah. so I, i'm glad your dad supported you well, with i'm the, the opposite of my children I right. encourage you to do, follow their dreams. Yes, yes. And actually, my daughter's in a music program here at Belmont in Nashville. And I'm just, I never wanted to, 
squash that. You know what I mean? So I, yeah. as you were talking, I was like, oh, it was like choking me in my throat because I, you just so desperately want them to understand and they just uh, don't yeah. get Why are you get taking it? these supplements? What was this drugs would say yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and i just and then that moment with your dad and it's just so funny how i don't know just how that put the fire in and then he had to come yeah, back there know, and be like young, hey young person then and i was a little bit older yeah i was uh i was probably 24 what 90s 97 i started competing yeah so I was about 26, I was a bit older, and I thought, right, I'm going to show him this time. I'm not going to let him. him. You know, part of me feels angry I didn't follow the acting career. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm, yeah, now I'm doing it. Yeah. So it's, so in lockdown, I closed my business. As oh, there were so right. many gyms opening up. and uh, Right. Business weren't the same for, for about five, six years. So that was the final straw. Let's talk about that just for one second. I, I remember talking to Tony right around this time when it was going on. And I remember, I think I was sadder for Tony than right. Tony was. I, I expected Tony to be so crestfallen, so broken that he had to close the business. And I, and me, and I'm sure it bothered you, but you came across to me. It's like, ah, it's, it's not what it was, Mike. And it was time to move on. That was the type of vibe I was getting from you. Yeah. And then I realized, man, you're really killing it, you know, with the acting and doing all of that. You know, when you decide to close the gym, is there a goodbye party? Is there a bunch of guys coming in for drinks? It's lockdown. <laughs> it's lockdown. All right. 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 Yeah. And so that's very easy for shoot. me to do it. So, mm. so 2006, I've, I, Achieved my goals, British champion, world yeah. champion. Then it was like, what am I going to do now? I need to say, I mean, the gym, you know, I was there 12 hours a day. I did it for 25 years. But I needed something else rather than, because my ex-wife wasn't happy me competing. Mm -hmm. That's another story. <laughs> but I need something else to, it just luck. A friend of mine said, we need some extras for a, a job local. Are you, do you want to do it? Okay, and going back to Judge Dredd, so Judge Dredd was 94, 95 open gym. So I've done a couple of jobs then, and then I opened my gym, so I closed the door on that. And then it was the bodybuilding. So for 10 years I was competing. And then I need something else. So yeah, I started doing the, the background work on the side of the gym, just to break up the, you know, it's long days. Yeah. So I was doing that for from 2008, I think it was, till till I closed the gym in 2020. When you get Judge Dredd, I, like, when do you stop giggling and laughing and start <laughs> pinching yourself? Mike, you know me, I make things happen. So it didn't happen like that. <laughs> yeah, but so, you got it, though. That, and this is a great story. So how yeah. did you get Judge Dredd? So... 1993 was the opening of Planet Hollywood in London. The first time I get to see Sly. So I went there with my sister, my cousin. We're opposite the road where Planet Hollywood is. You see all these big actors walk in. They wave to the crowd. You know, great. Saw Christopher Reeve. That, for me, he was another Amazing. Wow. Uh, inspiration. Uh, Anyway, Sly comes along after Arnold and Bruce. He jumps over the barricade 
goes up to the fans, you know, completely different to the rest. You know, there's one thing I'll, I'll say about Sly, he loves his fans. Mm -hmm. He's always gone that extra special mile for them. I didn't get to sit near him, but that's what he did. And the, yeah. the, the security went crazy and they pulled him back. Um, anyway, when that finished, it was late and my sister and my cousin gone gone home. But my uncle lives lives in London, so I stayed with him. The next morning I left with a taxi and the taxi driver, oh, what have you been up to in London then? And I said, oh, I just went to the Planet Hollywood opening. Oh, Sly staying at Dorchester. Take me there. <laughs> <laughs> I want to meet this guy. So when I get there, there's one guy. We start talking. He's a big Sly fan. And uh, by the time S Sly's come out, there's quite a bit of a crowd. Yeah. But Sly came up to me. We shook hands. He signed my, my autograph book. Uh, and that was that. But me and this guy, he... He was a background artist and he was working on Judge Dredd. So, you know, back then it was no uh, social media. So we were yeah. writing to each other. I'd send my pictures, copies to him and he'd send me his copies. No, then, then he tells me he's, he's on Judge Dredd. So he says, why don't you come and, come and see the film set? I said, is that, is that possible? Because, yeah. Nice. So early in the morning, like I had to leave here three o'clock in the morning to be there for four, four thirty, something like that. There's a coach load of us. We get there to Shepperton Studios, big queue of people. My friends disappeared. Uh, so I'm in this queue. I get up to the the reception and they say, "Who are you with?" I'm not with anyone. I've just hoped that you had some work for me. Oh, okay. If someone drops out, we'll give you a job. Okay, and that's exactly what happened. Wow. So it's the, the final scene in the film where he comes down the steps, and I was cheeky. So, you know, <laughs> they, re they rehearse. I was put right in the background with my friend. But I, I, I noticed that where Sly was going to come down to the bike. Yes. So I moved myself over there. <laughs> Yeah, you know, here so we, go. we all look the same, and there I am. There he is. Look <laughs> at that guy. All right. While we're here, let me just play this super, super quick. Uh, yeah, there you go. Hang on. <laughs> so we saw you over that uh, on the left that, side of the that screen. Scene there. Was the, uh, the comedian, he wasn't there. They put that in after. Oh, oh no kidding. Schneider, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so um, the woman next to me says, you weren't stood there before. I was. <laughs> but that scene was like three minutes. It took a day and a half to film it. Crazy, isn't it? Wow. And when you see Sly ride off, that's not him. That's a stunt. Uh, a stunt yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. I spoke to Sly on, on, on set. When you're there and you're on the Judge Dredd set, right? Surreal. And you, it, it's surreal. And, and I know the buildings only go like halfway, just above camera shot and all that. I, I get that. But when you're looking around, like at any point, do you get to walk around? Like even after the actors have gone, can yeah, you yeah. then stretch your legs a little? Yeah. It's all fake. It's just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Hmm. Now, but is the front of the building, I've always wondered this, is the front of the building real stone or is it plywood painted to look like a stone, whatever? Most of them, yeah, painted to look like it, but they are quite strong. Quite strong. Okay, yeah. I would imagine because back lots, wind yeah. would be a factor or whatever. Okay. I don't but, remember if I walked up those steps. Yeah. I mean, we're talking 94, so I, but I remember walking around with my friends yeah. Yeah, that it's funny, Stacy. This is this is such a funny thing I got to tell you. So, here I here we are picking Tony's brain about 1994 Judge Dread, right? Yeah. Now, imagine I'm picking Sly's brain about Rocky and what happened one week while he was in Philadelphia filming in 1975. Yeah. And he and and I understand Sly he he gets the essence of the answers. He remembers essentially but not the small minute details of everything and then other things he does so i i know what tony's saying because yeah. it's 1994 i don't know what i had yesterday for lunch so <laughs> it's it's one of those types of things i get it yeah i, I get it all right so you do you get okay i want to i want to segue because since this we do talk about sly here so you you, you get that we're going to touch back on some of the movies you've been in and i want to go back and i want to touch on uh, something about bodybuilding in a moment, but you get an opportunity to do a uh, a shot at Expendables Four. How does this go? What happens? Expendables Four. Tell us. So this is recently, last year or year before. I, I get an email from my background agency, and they're asking me for a video of me. Uh, acting out a scene at a bar someone's uh, said something nasty to me at the bar and I turn around and say a certain phrase swearing phrase Yeah. and I thought for a background agency that's unusual very unusual mm -hmm. normally you know you don't know nothing about it until you get on set all they want to know is are you available how you look and that's it they wanted a video so I, I still don't know why that was, but I'm reading the email and the title of the film is EX4. I'm like, what? <laughs> and Sly recently on Instagram put a, a picture of his ring, the Expendables ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was quite obvious. Yeah, what it was. And I'd said some to some people on set, "Is are they doing Expendables at, at the moment? And they said, yeah. And it's a bit of a, well, I won't get into that, but yeah. But in the end, <laughs> I didn't get it because, and, I, and one of my stunt friend, two stunt friends, who stunt coordinator, told me who got it. They gave it to a guy. I, I didn't get it, get it because I was too tall. <laughs> I'm five foot five. I don't know how tall this guy is, but he was shorter than me and skinnier. Wow. Yeah. Oh, so I was like, wow. The first time in what 10, 12 years of my, me doing this acting gig. I'm, <laughs> I'm too short. Expendables 4. Could you imagine that? But it's a fact that you get to rub elbows because your career, you've done, um, you did one of the pirate movies. What one did you do? Uh, Parts of the Caribbean. Uh, oh, damn. 
I forget the name now. <laughs> he's done so many movies, Stacy. He can't remember what Pirates of the Caribbean he's done. If you or I did Pirates of the Caribbean, I did Pirate Caribbean Part Three. I was on the bow up top. Part Three, yeah, yeah, it's Part Three. <laughs> yeah, 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 it part Three. There you go. All right, yeah. so you did that, and I you can be seen in the A movie. Second, three weeks filming, three yeah, weeks, three weeks running through ponds, and you know it's the worst film job I've ever done. Really, the worst oh. one. The way they treated us. Oh. And I, you saw me for one second. But I got to meet Johnny Depp and he was awesome. Of course he was. He's Johnny he, Depp. No, seriously, he was awesome. What's the movie you were in with uh, Emma Thompson and Dustin Hoffman? And you wore the fedora and, and the... <laughs> I had like, to have that look. <laughs> he, so explain this to us. How did you do your own look? So basically, they just say, can you bring a few outfits for the winter, uh, dark colors? And they they decide whether they like it or not. And okay. Simple as that. So on a chance, you're like, listen, I don't know if they're going to like it. I'm going to bring the hat. I'm going to bring the coat. And if yeah. I get lucky, then I get to represent Rocky in my way. And what was that movie? Do you remember? Oh, man. You put me on the spot now. I, how do you not know this? <laughs> I would be able to recite every movie I was ever in. Come on, man. Oh. All right, we're going to get that clip from you or I'll find it on YouTube yeah. and we're going to yeah. put it right here because as Tony's walking by, you see Dustin Hoffman right there. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy, right? Now, you've also, you had a lovely conversation with uh, one of the greats, Anthony Hopkins. Oh. What was, what was, that oh was one God. of my favorite like. stories. What was that like? Right. So we're, we're eating lunch. We're on a coach eating lunch because we're on a, at the, Chelsea football stadium were filming a scene in their gym Woody Allen film um so I got to be directed by Woody Allen which is wow you know oh sure but um we I, I knew Anthony Hopkins was in it because he was in the scene but it came lunchtime he gets on the cut on our coach he's got his own I don't know if he had a room or what but he gets on our coach and he sat opposite me there and I'm like me and my friend were looking at you for thinking, what's he doing here? He puts his hand over. Hi, uh, Tony Hopkins, pleased to meet you. <laughs> we know who you are. You have to introduce yourself. Well, you never know. <laughs> so we got talking. He, he was interested in us, how Aww. we, what we do as essays, blah, blah. Surely he knows that. But I think you just try and make conversation. Sure. Then I said to him, do you mind having a picture? But... On set, we're not allowed to do this. So when I do this, it's always away from yeah. the oh, director's work, gotcha. etc. So my friend took quickly took the picture and I put it away. He goes, you're not going to look at it and check it out. He looks at it, take another one. <laughs> Took another one. So we carry on con conversing. He gets off. Anyway, nice to talk to you. Speak to you later. The next day was a beautiful day. We'd just eaten lunch. We're sat outside and Tony comes on. He He's come on late. So there's a load of us. I'm sat there. He comes over to me. Hi, Tony. How are you? <laughs> In front of everyone. <laughs> and they're like, oh, Tony now, is it? <laughs> <laughs> nice. That was awesome, yeah. Wow. But that he, is, that's phenomenal. He got on the coach and I brought some DVDs for him to sign. Yeah, back in DVD time. Yeah, right, right, no, right. he signed that for me. He was talking about his surprise birthday at um, 
Graceland. He's oh, the biggest okay. band. Ah, I didn't and, know that. Um, I think it was like his 60th. Right, right. But yeah, he was great. He signed my Elephant Man DVD. Oh, did he really? Yeah, that was Jeez. the first film I remember seeing of his. Gotcha. Wow. But he, he was is. so great. He's amazing. Yes. You had, didn't you have a run in with uh, Tony Soprano at some point? Yeah. All right. Tell us about we that. died. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Um, and he was with another actor, I forget his name now, <laughs> but I didn't know who he was at the time. Gotcha. So I, I asked for a photo and Mark, Mark, oh, damn. Mark Strong. Okay. You know who he is? No, no clue. I couldn't tell you what films he's been in, but he's been in a lot of big films. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. He took the picture, and I knew he was in the scene. So just to be polite, I had a picture of him after. Mm -hmm. But James was great. And what movie was this? <laughs> this is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. You've been so... <laughs> All right. How about the Muppet movie? Can you remember the name of the Muppet movie? You were the in Muppet Show. <laughs> you know, that's another Sylvester Stallone. The they made. Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. You were you were in a theater scene or was it a street scene? Theater scene. Theater scene. Yeah. See, I know more about your career than you do. I remember these things that you told me because I was so impressed. I was so blown yeah. away by it. Now, uh, you made. Now, here's something I, I have to I have to admit I don't recall. Did you make it into one of the Star Wars or no? No. no, in one of the spin-offs, one or... franchise I really wanted to be in. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So I, I always got the emails. Are you available for this? And they, they never tell you what it is. They give it secret sure, titles, of course. But from people I know who are working on set, they, they tell me what it is. I got you. And I never got them. The one I did, that they said, are you available tomorrow to film? I was in Sicily. Oh, oh, were you? Yeah, and I was like, "Wow!" So no, I never got to do a Star Wars. I know that. I know that feeling. Um, I was supposed to be in a Super Bowl commercial with Stallone for, uh, along with you know, like oh yeah, know, this, we know, the, yeah, the whole Marco thing, you know, and I couldn't do it because that's when Sue was getting, she was going for her pre-sign-in oh, for yeah. for the brain surgery, yeah, and so. <laughs> She was more upset that she was causing me to miss that. <laughs> and so, of course, being the jerk that I am, I was really giving it to her because it was funny. I Your go, time will come, Mike. Yeah. I, it happens <laughs> for a reason. It, it, it does. It does. Yeah. And, I, and I kept teasing her and I go, we're driving out to Hershey. And I'm like, I can't believe I have to come here with you on this. I can't believe <laughs> I can't believe you can't come to your brain surgery uh, appointment by yourself. I'm supposed to be standing here <laughs> Sylvester Stallone on the steps for What's the Super Bowl. Go, this is crazy. I mean, this is, you, I mean, you're a grown woman. What's wrong with you? So, yeah, you'll be no. fine. You'll be fine. If brain surgery, no, 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 it's okay. No, the one I franchise I was in that I wanted to be in was Superman. Mm. And what one was it? Do you recall? Was it the Brandon Routh one? Yeah. No, no, no. Um, Henry Cavill. Oh, right, right, right. Just, okay, just okay. Leave. All right, so here's my problem with Henry Cavill. I like him as a Superman. I, I, I'm not going to... He was a great actor. He's in great shape. He looks fantastic. He loves the role. That's the thing. I he know he does. Role. He really loves the role. My problem with Henry Cavill is that how 
does Superman have a receding hairline? Oh, nice that, yeah. He doesn't. He can't. His follicles are super. <laughs> it's in the title. <laughs> super. He's got to have yeah, perfect yeah. hair. He's got to have it. I'm sorry. Christopher Reeve had perfect hair. Brandon Ralph had perfect hair. Henry Cavill does not have Superman hair. I don't I don't care. And it's the thing that pisses me off about that. Every time I watch it, I see his hairline. However, I yeah, but those films for me weren't they weren't great. They weren't Superman for me. No, I know what you mean. You are you are a diehard Christopher Reeve guy yeah. when it comes to Superman. I know you are. And me too. Me too. I mean, I, I, uh, he is my, our generation Superman, and and all the others are great. I'm not, I can't take anything away from them, but there's just something special. Maybe it was the the uh, the the CGI wasn't there yet. It was even, on cable. Like the music, they don't yeah. use music right like they did back then. Right, you know, like the helicopter scene in Superman. Yeah, it's, wow. Every every. Um, Scene of that is just yeah. like, wow, it's amazing. You got me, exactly. Thank you very much. Which is yeah. why this third spin off in the Rocky series is just not something that's living up to part. It's not Rocky right. film, simple it's, as that. I mean, the Rocky we were just talking about, as Stacy and I were just saying, how the Rocky music is its own category. It's not country, it's not big band jazz, yeah. it's Bill Conti's Rocky music. When you come out of there, you are flying. You are bench mm -hmm. pressing a Cadillac. When you come <laughs> out of uh, the third spinoff movie, it's like, yeah, it was uh, it was a good movie. Uh, but hey, let's go get something. You know, he, he wins in his fight. You don't feel nothing. Nothing. Yeah, right. And they That's even put I... the Rocky music there, but it just you didn't ah, hit. Yeah, I'm yeah. rash. Honestly, I get, not I, cause, I just get a rash. You know, I, lo I love the Creed films, but that last one. Yeah. Sorry to mention the name. <laughs> That's all right. We're going to edit that right out. Stacey, <laughs> what are we? We're at 122. Well, 123. Go back and just put a little blip there. I don't even want to hear that name. Oh, my goodness. Actually, go, I want to show off a ahead, few pictures. Stacey. Let's show off a few pictures because this is so here's a couple of your Stallone pictures, which we love. And that was outside the Dorchester? Yeah. Nice. In here. Oh, this, that that was a funny moment. That this one. is a great story, Stacy. <laughs> like, you gotta don't like don't go past this yet. Go ahead, okay. Tony, tell that story. So, um, I'm invited to the premiere of Expendables three, I think it was. Mm -hmm. And I'm on the red carpet. I'm with my friend. I've lost him. I'm licking all over for him. I step back to, boom! I bumped into someone. Turned oh. <laughs> What? Sly had to stop me from falling on him and his bodyguard. Oh, that's funny. I thought, of all the people to bump into, why him? That's <laughs> great. Didn't know this, it was me. That's, <laughs> that's great. Funny. What does he say to you in that moment? No, he just like, and that was it. Yeah, that's walking. it. Keeps going. Keeps going. Yeah, yeah he just he, he probably thought. The... Yeah, right. What the hell is going on here? <laughs> Yo. Drago, he Drago. must break now, you. Dolph, I did see back in what the time that Rocky Rocky Four come out. Mm -hmm. We're on a school trip in London, uh, in a minibus, all my right. school friends. There's a white Rolls Royce behind us. We're all looking, I'm in the back looking. It pulls alongside us. He rolls the window down, Dolph Lundgren. And I, I've got a rocky picture of me because I just, 
while I was there, I was looking for rocky stuff as I did. And he, he, he smiles and waves, and that was that. Isn't wow. that great? And life is timing. Look at that. Yeah. All the way to Liverpool for that one. People that wear black leather jackets are more <laughs> stupid. <laughs> is that one of the Max Cadys? No, uh, I got on you, eBay. It, it was a, a rocky jacket. I can't, I can't remember what, what company. You got because I see you got the um, the lapel, not the lapel. You've got the pleat uh, going yeah. across the shoulder, yeah. upper chest. Yeah, it's, a, it's not a bad one. Gotcha. Yeah, looks good. Looks good. Uh, Cobra Kai. Yeah, Billy Zapko. Cool. Who would have thought he would have turned Cobra Kai around, man, and yeah, and made exactly. it what it is? And you'd be rooting for him, right? Yeah, exactly. 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 And then this one is timely with her passing. Now, this is yeah. one of your ex girlfriends, Tony. Tell us about her. Uh, it, it didn't last very long. <laughs> didn't last very long. Oh, that's too bad. I had, she had. I had someone big to live up to. Some you had a big <laughs> jumpsuit to fill. <laughs> Priscilla Presley, man. That so when you meet when you meet someone like Priscilla Presley, like uh, you know, how does that go down? Like mm. you know, like are you out by accident? Was that a meet and greet? Like how's that no, happen? No. She she was in uh, Milton Keynes, which is about forty five minutes away from us, doing a theater play. And I'm a big I've been a big Elvis fan since I was I don't know, I've been a fan since I was about six because I remember the day that Elvis died. Because mm-hmm. my mother was in yeah. front of the TV crying, Mum, why are you crying? Elf, the big, the best singer in the world died. So ever since, I've always li- loved his music. And back in the 90s, I got bigger, uh, loved it more. Mm-hmm. And then uh, 2000, I took my parents for the, a surprise holiday <clears throat> to Graceland, and then met, uh, uh, then Vegas for their oh, 50th nice. anniversary and. Yeah, something like that. Nice. Yeah, and that's, that's awesome. So for I, me, me and Priscilla was like the best I could do to meet in Elvis. Right. Yeah. Exactly. 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 Wow. So I she was, was doing this play, a uh, theater play, and after it, I waited outside with my son, and she finally came out. How was she? Uh, appreciative yeah, she's polite. Right she had a phone with my son and myself, and nice. you know, it's yeah. quick and you yeah, don't bother him. Yeah, of course. Oh, no, no, no. Agreed. Yeah. Ag- agreed. Yeah, I can remember, too, when Elvis died. We were in the car. We were in the station wagon. Uh, was 7070 died, I think, right? Yeah, 70, yeah. yeah. And we're, uh, we were going to uh, Atlantic City for summer vacation. And it had come across the radio. Elvis had died. We were mm-hmm. in the car traveling when they had announced it. And uh, I remember my parents just saying, wow, Jesus, Elvis died. My God. And it was such a shock. Because you know, you just think these people are immortal, and in many ways they are immortal. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tony, I can't, and Stacy, I can't. The day Stallone dies, yeah. I think the three of us are going to be fairly inconsolable. It's not happening. No, yeah. not happening. <laughs> I've <Yeah>. decided <laughs> it's not Good. happening ever. <laughs> Now, Tony, before we wrap up, I want I'm uh, I'm going to give Stacy a chance any, anything she wants to say or add or whatever. Uh, I have two questions. One's going to be the last question, but the next question I have is uh, your silver uh, trophy in back of you. That's one of your bodybuilding cups, right? Yeah. When you're on stage and you're holding that, and there are people staring at you, and you're in your little tiny pants, and <laughs> you're standing there, what goes through your mind? What is and you're I'm there, you're there probably what five, 10, 15 minutes with the cup, whatever. What is that? What are you thinking? 
I finally achieved my goal, you know. I always believed I could do it. And, you know, a lot of people would be negative around me. Yeah. But I had to see this through. And, and the same through for my acting now. You know, it took me seven years to win the British title. And I will. So since I've locked, uh, closed the gym, that's my mission to do good in the acting world. I've got yeah. big, but a few good films, not sure. background, just, you know, good little parts. So, yeah, I'm up there just overwhelmed. No, not only for me, but my family, because they've had to endure it, especially my ex-wife. And uh, I finally achieved it. Yeah, that's remarkable. That, but that's the difference between, you know, when I stepped on that stage that year, it was like, I'm going to do this. Yeah. All I saw was me winning. Yeah. Ah. And when they're announcing it, all I heard, all I could hear was I'm the winner. Yeah. Wow. Was um was that the video you sent us with the uh, eye of the tiger in the background? Because I, I have it. Let me play it. Let me guess. He forgets. <laughs> oh yeah, then on on stage doing a routine. Let's yeah. let's take a look. See, not bad. I just realized both times I won it, I had Rocky music going. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. You good luck. What, what were what were some of your other songs that you posed to? Oh, Brave. Yeah, I, I know you you forget. Oh, Brave. <laughs> Brave oh. Heart, remember? Yeah, um, nice. I can't remember the rest. <laughs> I mean, I I done over thirty shows. Right. Right. You know what, Tony? I can tell you, I've done 3,000 tours. I can tell you the names, <laughs> what they've done, where they live. No, I can't. Most people, people who have taken my tour three times, like, and I don't mean like via Marco and Sean. I don't mean like that three times. I mean, they've taken three individual tours and mm -hmm. I greet them like I haven't met them before. They're the same people. <laughs> so what do you do for a living? Mike, we, we took your tour two years ago, Mike. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I, yeah, no, I, yeah. I thought you changed jobs, you know. Now I want to say this. This guy, yeah, didn't didn't know him. I'm in New York. I've got time on my hands. I message him. I remember seeing on a, a certain forum that he he knew the Rocky locations. So I message him. I can't remember where, was it on, on that page or email? I can't remember now. Yeah, yeah. He gives me his number, call him. Have you got time? Yeah, come down. He tells me how to do it. I go down. Spent the whole day, him and, his, and Sue, treat me like family, even invite me for their family meal after. Wow. That's that's how good this guy is. I, I, I'll never forget it. We had but, the best time. 
honestly. But you know, this is before he was doing the tours as a as a living. Yeah, yeah. And I was filming it for myself because you know I'm at the Rocky locations. Mm. But Mike was like, it was like I was with Rocky. I was, mm-hmm. you, know, you squinted your eyes and you think this is Rocky. Yeah. <laughs> And I was blown away. So I put a video together. I put it on YouTube just to show everyone. Yeah. Go go with, with Mike and yeah. on these tours. Nice. That's but actually I, what I, I was. Never forget, Mike. Oh, that's what I was going to lead into because you sent me a bunch of pictures and I took a bunch more. And I love this photo of you two here. This is great. Yeah, that was I think that was two years ago, right? The tour. Last uh, year, last year. Last year. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's right. 45th anniversary. That's right. That's right. So just a few. And like this year. That's you this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this face right here. That's pretty really <laughs> didn't realize he was doing that. <laughs> yeah. Man, time goes by fast, man. Too yeah. fast. Time goes by fast. Just great shots, man. You made a dream come true, Mike. You know, that's the one thing, Tony, that I've always hoped I could help people take part of because I know what that means to me. And I remember the funny thing I remember about that day when you came down from New York. It's funny. We were at the same bus. There's one bus station, one main bus station. Tony was out back with the buses. We were on the front, and we we were messaging. I go, Tony, I'm here. And he goes, Mike, I'm here, and I don't see you. I go, Tony, I'm here, and I don't see you. He was just – all he had to do was just walk through to come to the front. And I go, oh. oh, I think he's up. But that went for like 45 minutes. We were like less than 50 feet. There was just a building in between us. That was right. it. Right. And then we did. We had, we had a great time. We went all over. And it's funny. When I go back and listen to some of that or what I recall from that original filming, I hear some of the mistakes I made that I didn't know that I, I've since learned and corrected. And I go, oh, that's not right. That's, that, that's incorrect or whatever. And that's why I was looking at my, my routine and thinking, no, I could have done that better. Yeah, see, it's crazy how we are our own worst yeah. critics. The way we—that's all I'm looking at is criticism. Always, always. We've we've experienced. Oh, the other thing I learned is I was in a not so happy marriage. Okay. Mike and Sue, just how Sue was supporting what he does. Yeah. Oh yeah. Made me realize what I'm not happy in my relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And not long after we divorced. Mm-hmm. Not it's, my my I didn't want that, but mm-hmm. she wasn't in love. Yeah, it's the way it played out. It's funny when I was talking to Sue, she talked about the premiere of uh, the Pretender, and there was oh. a couple women who walked up to her and said, like you know, like a backhanded compliment almost. And oh, I don't know how I don't know how you've done this all this these years. And and Sue was like, what, what does that mean? What, exactly. how, it's, just, how it's, it's, it's no uh, problem for her. It's just like, it's normal. Right. And to I just support your husband. And that's, that's what made me sad. I'm like, yeah. oh, what does she put up with? A guy not selling out? You know what I'm saying? And sticking to what he really wanted? Is, is that what she put up with? Yeah. 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 Those were I the people. I can see walking away and I was sat there very sad thinking, what am I doing in this marriage? Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, we 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 I know we we had talked about that. Stacy, uh that is those were some of the 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 females who yeah. had gone to high school with me. They yeah. when, when we had the pretender show in the in, in Scranton that they had showed up and 
you know, some of them were so sweet and so nice. There were two or three that really were, I thought, uh, friends of mine from childhood. And then there were others who were very judgmental. And mm -hmm. so, but, you know, at least they showed up. None of the guys showed up that I went to school with. None of them. They all hated me with such a passion. Uh, Stacy, before we let uh, Tony get out of here, is there anything else we missed you want to talk about, you want to bring up before uh, we let him go? I just want to thank you. I mean, you've, you know, it's so, we are our own worst critic because I'm looking at everything you've done and I'm like, wow, he's you know, done so much to me, you've done so much, you know, you've been in all these movies, you've, you know, created the body you wanted to have, you had your gym. It's like, you are, you have something in your mind and you've done it. It's just, yeah. you should be proud of yourself. Happen. Yeah. You definitely are a doer. And so I'm really excited now that you have, you know, this acting bug, I have no doubt we're going to have <laughs> more to talk about and whatever you are able to accomplish. if you got a little power for me right <laughs> <laughs> no, you gotta you... send him your sizzle reel yeah <laughs> no, you, can you stacy could you imagine him coming back in like a year two years with a bafta like that'd be incredible mike right? we need together creed sure. four let's yes. do it Love let's it. do it yes come on did... Sly, you could do it for us <laughs> we'll be the Your assassins brothers. Exactly. <laughs> we'll be like assassins that go to take Adonis out. <laughs> yeah. Tony, so you're in an elevator with Sylvester <laughs> Stallone. You've got 30 seconds. What do you say to him in between floors so he doesn't think you're a nut job? Go. Sly, I just want to thank you for the Rocky films, the inspiration they gave me as a young kid and for our life because you've gone through some traumatic times in your life and you keep punching and you never focus on the bad you always focus on the good so thank you love it uh, you see this is this is it this is uh this is one of the things that you can tell everything tony's been through he, he's very he make it succinct he can make it boom there's a million words you want to say there's a billion words yeah. you want to yeah. have with him but you can't. You only have 30 seconds. So how do you sell it in the most sincere? Because he'll remember something like that. Tony, you exceeded my expectations. And I I would like to have you back again talking about others' uh, stories and uh, uh, part of your journey. Because, uh, you know, your journey's not over. And you got more to say. So let's get you back here, buddy. Thank you, sir. Thank Absolutely. you, both of you. Thank you for the time. It was Thank a pleasure. You. Our pleasure, buddy. Thank you. And you're welcome. I appreciate it. Stacy, until we Until see Tony time. again, keep <laughs> keep punching. punching. <laughs> All right, Tony, take care, my friend. Okay, guys. All right, guys. Thank you. Bye bye. Nice. Great guy. Uh, he what he's done is amazing. I can't I get over how much incredible journey he's done. I couldn't. I'm going through. I'm trying to gather pictures. There was so much. I'm like, yeah. We'd be here all day just showing everything. Yeah. He's done. Yeah, yeah. He, he, here is a man who has set goals for himself. He's accomplished them through great adversity mm -hmm. and through um, not exactly having the most support in the world. You yeah. know, I, I like to tell people, yeah, I, I'm on a rocky journey myself, but my life is very different than Tony's. I had two parents that were incredibly supportive. I had a yeah. brother who was very supportive, and I have a wife who was very supportive. Take mm -hmm. that away, yeah, and you got to do it on your own. And mm -hmm. everybody's cracking on you, right? They're yep. goofing on you. Yeah, it's it, very, very difficult to persevere through that. So mm -hmm. someone like Tony 
Montalbano (laughs) was able to um, find his footing. And you got to take your hat off to a guy like that. You really got to, you have to admire that. So uh, Tony, like we said, man, Love you, brother. Yeah, great job. The keep punching. He's living the keep punching. You're not going to uh, tell him yeah. now. He's just exactly, going to keep going. Exactly. I love that. Yeah. Exactly That's right. Great. Well, Stacy, I think that brings us to our usual closeout. Unless there's anything else you want to talk about or mention. I don't know. I think that's it. We had flip flopped a few things around, so <laughs> we did. <laughs> Where can people find you, my friend? (laughs) Okay, so I wrote a little book called Cue the Rocky Music, and the lovely Stacy is holding that up. You can find that wherever they buy books, but it's specifically at Amazon. Uh, There's a little movie about my life called The Pretender right there by the great Jimmy Toscano, who teased me the other day about having an idea for a sequel, and he hasn't gotten back in touch with me, so I don't know what that's about. Uh, and you can find me at Instagram, the Ophelia Rocky Film Tour, or TikTok Rocky, T I C K, TikTok Rocky at TikTok. Stacy, where can we find you? I am at Had Me at Yo on Instagram, as well as at The Rocky Files, and on Facebook at The Rocky Files Podcast. That is just that's- simply sublime. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> well, Stacy, another one is in the books. In the episode books. 68 is done, and we will be ne- back next week uh, for another big episode. And uh, our guest should be uh, pretty spectacular. So, yes. Awesome. Un- until then, Stace, take keep it easy. Punch it. Keep punching. Bye. Bye. <laughs>